0: Good evening. I'm Rick Cottom. Welcome to your Maryland. On Monday, February 19, 1951, Baltimore newspaper headlines announced that 39-year-old Joseph E. Holmes had escaped from the Maryland State Penitentiary. Holmes was already notorious as the dinnertime burglar who liked to rob houses in well-to-do neighborhoods while families were gathered around the dinner table. But what made readers shake their heads in wonder was the astonishing way Holmes had gotten out. Apparently, he'd cut his way through two inches of slate and ten inches of concrete in the floor of his cell without anybody being the wiser. Then he'd dug a 70-foot tunnel through the earth and clay under the prison's massive stone wall, a tunnel that hadn't collapsed, and popped up onto the grassy plot along Eager Street. After easily climbing the seven-foot iron fence, he'd vanished into the night. The only inmate ever to tunnel his way out of Maryland's maximum security prison became an instant celebrity. People began calling him Tunnel Joe. It's the most fantastic escape I've ever heard of, said the warden. That guy must have been an engineer. Tunnel Joe wasn't an engineer, but he was ingenious. For a year, he'd concealed his work by flushing enormous amounts of dirt down the toilet in his cell while remaining immaculately clean himself. I perceive great possibilities in this man, said Eugene O'Dunn, a former Baltimore City judge who had investigated corruption at the Penn 40 years earlier. One fellow thought Holmes should be sent to Washington to lead a Senate investigating committee. Mr. Holmes has demonstrated with tremendous success his abilities as a prober. He's one man who can justifiably claim to have really reached the bottom of things. Another called him just the man to solve the problem of constructing a tunnel under Baltimore Harbor. By that time, Joe was in Philadelphia looking for a job, but he thought he first needed a Social Security card and realized he didn't have one. I was a fool, he said later. You can't get anywhere these days without a Social Security card. He was wrong about that, and it cost him. Discouraged, he returned to Baltimore. On Saturday, March 3rd, a few minutes before 8 o'clock, a man in a brown coat and fawn hat accosted 64-year-old Mary Ruiz at the base of the Washington Monument. He pointed a gun at her, took her pocketbook with $5, and disappeared. She ran to a nearby store and reported the holdup. Minutes later, Officer Frank Plunkett spotted a man at Monument and Cathedral Streets, fitting the robber's description. When he got out of his radio car and grabbed the suspect by the arm, the man shoved a thirty caliber revolver into his stomach and pulled the trigger. The gun misfired, twice, and the robber fled. Plunkett and two other policemen chased the suspect through the Saturday night crowds in Mount Vernon and into the recreational bowling alley at Howard and Monument. There they cornered him. One shouted, hey, you're Holmes. Yes, Joe said. Before he was sentenced to another 30 years in the penitentiary, Joe told what everyone wanted to know, how he had dug the tunnel. Prison officials as far away as California wanted their guards to know so it wouldn't happen to them. Joe told them every detail. Then he explained why he'd done it. Apparently, a new warden had decided to tighten discipline at the penitentiary. One of his reforms had been to take away inmates' ability to earn a little money by making and selling knick-knacks. I had no future to look forward to, Joe said. He thought he might blow his top if he didn't get out. He also described what it had felt like when after working 11 months on that tunnel, digging 70 feet under the dark, heavy prison walls, he'd finally been able to open a tiny hole just outside with his fingers. He said he looked up to see a clear, cold night sky filled with stars. That, he said, gave me a deal of satisfaction. Joseph Ellsworth Holmes, inmate number 32565, became a hero to the African-American community in Maryland, the subject of a song and a local legend. We can only wonder what he might have accomplished in life had he gotten that Social Security card.